0: Insights to Live By, the podcast, discovering new pearls of wisdom to enrich our lives. How long has it been? Hello and welcome to Insights to Live By. I am your host, Matt Zinman. Wow. This is the first solo episode in quite some time. You can go back to episode 63. We did an anniversary special. Great, great list of the best guest insights. And then back to episode 50. That celebration was the best of Zisms. But the last pure solo show was fittingly about being happy all the way back to episode 40. We are here on episode 88. So I feel like this has to be not just special, not just extra special, but extra, extra, extra special. It's a lot of extras, but because there are not one or two, but three big reveals in this episode, one early, one in the middle and four loyal listeners, one toward around the end. Now, a few quick housekeeping items. I have decided to take the rest of August and then through after Labor Day off. Our next show will be September 7th with Maricela Herrera. She is the new CEO of Elevate Network and a global organization and community to advance the lives and careers of women everywhere. Second, in case you haven't noticed, ever since episode 77 with Claude Silver, the show focus has narrowed in service to the world of work. Now, given that most of us spend at least half of our lives at work, I think this remains fairly inclusive, and of course, every guest has their own insights to live by. And as we continue to be a long format, we will delve deeply into guest-related topics. That will remain the case. This also reflects my focus on corporate well-being and my new Zisms Well-being Reset course. If you're interested. Just go to WBreset.com. Check it out. So the show is more aligned with my professional pursuits and evolving through uh, what I hope to be more thought leadership. And maybe, just maybe, in the not-too-distant future, we will do more solo shows, mainly once I shift from thinking that I know what I know to knowing that I know what I know and then some there's still the parts of knowing what I don't know, which is at least half as important. And not just for me. Since we are and will remain a free and commercial-free podcast, I think it's only fair that I get to align my interests with the show. It's kind of a host privilege and all that. Now, since this is a special occasion, I'll just take a moment to revisit... Insights to Live By, which is the subtitle of Zisms, as well as its definition. We are talking about pearls of wisdom, original wit, or personal experiences that are shared to positively impact the lives of as many people as possible. Be these life lessons, credos, mantras, guiding principles, or by any other name, those are Your Zisms. Now, before we take the plunge into this episode, I thought it might be good to have just a little fun for a few minutes. This being episode 88, I'm wondering if that number brings something special in mind. Any ideas? Well, you'd be right if you guessed the number eight is about infinity. The infinity symbol, a figure eight on its side, variously signifies the concept of limitlessness or eternity, especially as used rotationally in mathematics and metaphorically with respect to love. What is the significance of the number eight? Well, if you're looking at numerology, that's not a bad guess either. The significance there should not be overlooked. We're talking about professionalism, material freedom, affluence, and self-confidence. All are related to the eight numerology number. But that's not all. Many numerologists believe the number eight is associated with compassion, freedom, and self-reliance. And we get into what's called the life path of number eight. It means You're on a lifelong mission to achieve great success. If you are a life path eight, you've got your eyes set on a life of success and leadership and you're willing to go to great lengths to accomplish what you set out to do. Now, I'm going a little bit into this because I happen to be a numerology number eight. So here we go. Of all the numbers in numerology, the number eight is the achiever and measures life by the goals it reaches. It has a good business sense, a powerful presence, and a strong drive for success. I'm really liking this. The eight is also a symbol of balance. I'm also a Libra. And you can see it in its symmetrical shape, For every blessing it receives, it puts one back out to the universe. And when things are balanced, they feel stable, controlled, and supported, which is the most productive environment for the eight to work in. Lastly, almost, in Chinese culture, the number eight is considered the luckiest number of all, and is purposefully worked into wedding dates and birth dates, addresses, and finances with life path. Number eight, though people often find great success in life, it is not because of luck. It's because of the constant attention, intention, and effort they put into their work. And while they excel professionally, and though their ego needs some practice in working well with others. And while we're having fun, I hope, with the number eight, that brings us to Enneagram, for which I'm also the number eight. And it's called the Challenger, which is marked as being the powerful, dominating type, self-confident, decisive, willful and confrontational. I'm not sure all that's true, but it says that eights are self-confident, strong and assertive, protective, resourceful, straight-talking and decisive, but can also be egocentric and domineering. Eights feel they must control their environment. That's actually true. Especially people. That's not true. Sometimes becoming confrontational and Intimidating. Eights typically have problems with their tempers and with allowing themselves to be vulnerable. At their best, self-mastering, they use their strength to improve others' lives, becoming heroic, magnanimous, and inspiring. Let's just go a little more. With the type 8 overview, we have named personality type 8 the challenger, Because they enjoy taking on challenges themselves as well as giving others opportunities that challenge them to exceed themselves in some way. Eights are charismatic and have the physical and psychological capabilities to persuade others to follow them into all kinds of endeavors from starting a company to rebuilding a city to running a household to waging war to making peace eights have enormous willpower and vitality and they feel most alive when they are exercising these capacities in the world they use their abundant energy to affect changes in their environment to quote leave their mark on it but also to keep the environment especially other people from hurting them and those they care about. At an early age, eights understand that this requires strength, will, persistence, and endurance, qualities that they develop in themselves and which they look for in others. Okay, another fun fact is that my wife and I, Erica have also a thing for the infinity symbol. And in fact, when I designed her engagement ring and on both sides of the center diamond is an infinity eight of sorts with diamonds in them. So she said yes, so that's good. Also, when it comes to the Enneagram eight with what's called the seven wing, like you're leaning towards seven, that's called... The Maverick, which I like because seven is actually my favorite number. It has adorned my ice hockey jersey since around 1974-ish, which by no coincidence is when the Philadelphia Flyers won the last two Stanley Cups in those years. A weird random fact, my birthday, October 11th, 1967, is the day that the Flyers played their first game ever. That's true. All right. Thanks for playing along. Let's get on with the show about my favorite episodes. So as we go back to the beginning, the very beginning, and I was doing podcast interviews for when I published Zism's in early 2020, and a host at the end of the show asked me, you know, I've ever thought about being a host, having my own podcast. I was like, no. <laughs> but then there was this extraordinary coincidence, which I talk about in episode 0. I won't give that away, but I also decided that I'd start the show because I wanted to record the audiobook. I wanted to convert the chapters into more conversational podcast shows so that I wasn't just reading. Like, I couldn't stand the idea of like I'm just going to read this book into a microphone. I think, I think I could do a little bit better, and hopefully you would find that I did. But also, even though I did that, I actually ended up deciding not to publish the audiobook. There's a reason for that, which leads us to the big reveal. The number one I promised you is, again, that the early solo shows contain the audiobook, which means there are 15 episodes that all count as one in being my absolute favorite, at least when it comes to solo episodes. Now, there were two preliminary episodes to the chapters. Uh, One was episode zero, which is called Leading Up to Insights to Live By. It's a little bit more of an introduction about myself, my personal journeys involving, you know, defining life challenges and roles as an entrepreneur, a single parent athlete, a caregiver, and a nonprofit founder, among all else. And again, that's when I describe that unusual coincidence that led to Insights to Live By. Over to episode three, Journey into Publishing, I give a personal tour of the topics throughout, including the guiding principle at the time about earned confidence and Also share some experiences about self-publishing, hoping that it would help others to fulfill their dream of becoming an author. And also, I tell the story of my mysterious encounter that brought Z-Man and the title to life. If you don't know who Z-Man is, just look at the cover. And he adorns also other places throughout all of Zism's and its assets. So... Chapter one of the audiobook called Harnessing Earned Confidence for Life Enrichment is actually episode five, and it may seem like an overstatement that earned confidence is the foundation for life enrichment in that knowing we've overcome all else, we've proven to ourselves that we are fully capable of coping and overcoming whatever happens to us in real time. So that enables us to outsmart future uncertainties like worry, anxiety, and assumptions. And so it literally is a grounding principle to ground yourself in the present. Chapter 2 was episode 7, Be Aware of Spiders. It starts out as, there are only two kinds of people in the world. There are spiders, and there are those who get caught in webs. So are you a manipulator or... Are you their prey? So here I reveal ways to recognize these individuals and either avoid or approach them with caution. And also we talk about how to escape and stay clear of webs altogether. Zeism's chapter three is episode nine, a dose of prevention. Few of us ever talk about the never happened. It's all too easy to overlook certain ways to improve daily living. So here I share simple preventative measures and practical ways to both enrich your life and avert events that diminish it. Next, chapter four, perception is, episode 11, perception is truly foundational in our quality of life. Now, the good news is that we have the ability and opportunity to assert our free will to make choices about how we perceive our experiences. Being objective and maintaining an amplified awareness about our perceptions foster a more accurate and optimistic reality. At least that's my perception. Next, chapter five is episode 13. Minding your mood health. Who among us are without a loved one who faced a mental health event or have struggled themselves at some point? We all know that's very common right now in the underlying pandemic. And this topic is very personal to me. And this is where I share more about my own experiences. And with that, some practical insights and actionable guidance. Next. Managing Energy, Chapter 6, Personally, Interpersonally, and Universally. That's Episode 15. It's like three chapters in one. Personal, having to do with time versus energy in how we manage our days. Interpersonal, involving our exchanges and our relationships and even random encounters. And universal, about how we can fuel and align our energies physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually to perform at our best and enjoy life to the fullest. This is all a precursor to more about the law of attraction. Next up, the elements in motion, episode 17, also chapter 7. What do our mind-body connection, the natural elements fire, air, water, and earth, and personality traits all have in common. Now for me, the answers came more than half a lifetime ago when a profound experience instilled me with a foundation for personal growth that I have relied on ever since. Chapter 8, Swim With The Current, Episode 19. Just about everyone knows the expression, Go with the flow. In this episode and chapter, include what then was a newly charted exploration into why things happen, what's controllable, and how to harness an amplified awareness to rely on your intuition, adapt to circumstances, and make the right decisions. Chapter 10, Making Coincidences Matter, is an episode. 21. What's with coincidences? Like, do you believe in them? And if not, in what do you believe? Does everything happen for a reason? At what point does an unexpected experience cross over into something random to something meaningful? And do these happen on a spectrum? And here's where I address these along with many other questions as well as sharing practical steps to encounter more coincidences and make them matter. Next up, there's a combination of chapters in some of these episodes, so the numbers are a little different, but episode 23 is about harnessing gratitude, the law of attraction in action. And the thing about gratitude is that it doesn't happen by itself and the same may not be true of the law of attraction because whether you believe in it is less relevant than the role of gratitude in your life. Positive experiences like happiness, joy, inspiration, and love rely on making a conscious decision and effort to feel grateful. And this means that harnessing gratitude goes to the very heart of mindfulness and life enrichment. Next up. Inevitability about achieving your why, not just knowing it, but achieving it. That's episode 25. Discovering your why is the easy part. Achieving that purpose is something else entirely. And the law of attraction can help, but it only gets you so far. And this is why your why becomes something effortful. Like books don't write themselves, companies don't thrive on their own. And this is where. Inevitability comes in. If the law of attraction is powered by gratitude, then inevitability is fueled by self belief. Now, from there are two different episodes, part one, part two, about winning the battle within. And what is it that ever goes so wrong in our lives that we reach the point of seeing ourselves as the enemy? First, We'll need to defeat the past, strengthen our mindset about the present and future, and improve our ability to stay present where true joy happens. It's only then that we can calibrate our internal compass about self-respect, self-esteem, and self-love. So we cover the missing building blocks that can help us get unstuck and accelerate our personal Growth. So those are the core chapters of Zism's. But there's also some bonus audiobook content. Episode 42 about choosing happiness. Happiness actually did not come until after the book. Is there such a thing as happiness? Well, the choice is yours. Join me in that episode to explore what's become now the premier mindset of Zism's that fills an essential void in the devoted pursuit of personal life enrichment and true joy. Also episode 48 about being happy. Do you live by chance or by choice? Do you live by default or by design? In that episode, I share insights about the types of happiness and defining your needs warding off negativity, and at least 10 steps you can take right now to live a happier life. Okay, those are the solo shows that make up the audiobook, both the pre and post bonus content. And as we transition, I think it's about the right time for big reveal number two. The reason, in part, why the audiobook remains unpublished has to do with the second book on the horizon titled, well, working titled, Finding Happierness, subtitle, Choices That Enrich Your Life. Again, I'm working on that. And part of it is that the book really did adapt quite a bit going into the podcast scripting things i said there instead of the actual chapters and with happiness coming after all i've learned all the things i've done through the podcast all the other content courses and whatnot i've developed have advanced my thinking it's kind of like Zeism's 2.0 because it combines those scripts from the solo shows which have a more conversational tone along with all the new content and thinking around happiness which by the way Is defined as the premier mindset of Zisms to be intentionally present and have a reflex of positivity by choosing to make the best of every situation. So it's not a derivative of the word happy. It's more like about optimism in the present tense. And though not yet a word, remember, every word wasn't a word until it was. A word. However, I have gone to great lengths to officially copyright happiness with the USPTO, also known as the United States Patent and Trademark Office, more than a year long process with trademark registration number 6777563. That is, again, 6777563. Okay, I think that covers that, but. I will say I'm holding off on the book for a few reasons. First, our current priorities. Those are about focusing on the courses and working toward more speaking, speaking career. Starting with a TEDx about happiness and TED, they are less a fan of speakers with books. And instead, once secured, the book will launch. We'll do pre-sales ahead of that event or more so the date of the produced video post ted will be a springboard for the book that'll be sometime in 2023 however in the meantime happiness is built into the courses as are the ebook and unpublished audiobook so if you'd rather listen to the clean version instead of fishing through these solo shows enroll in one of the courses, the life upgrade, the course, the full course that mirrors the full book, the well-being reset, which I've just completed. That is more for employers to support their employees, their people, especially at this time of need to develop the life skills they need to recover and prevent burnout, among so many other things that are going on. And then the mindset reset, that standalone course, it actually is also the same course as module one in both the life upgrade and well-being reset. Okay. Now, that brings us to those compilation episodes I mentioned. Episode 50, the best of z along the same lines here and the anniversary special the best guest insights that's that's a great listen hearing everyone's specific insights to live by it's a quick clip quick cut i think you'll like it next favorite episodes involving some very high profile guests now you may know the insights to live by the podcast kick that show off with a double feature with guest episodes of A Tag Team, Episode 1 and 2, with Alan Lazarus and Kevin Palmieri. Alan's Episode 1, called Living a Fulfilling Life of Growth, Love, and Significance, he is a peak performance business coach and speaks to how a commitment to a principle-focused life leads to one of fulfillment. And that interview also uncovers some unexpected insights about Alan, including about his most adventurous experience to his biggest fear. Now, Alan's partner, Episode Two, Kevin Palmieri, we talk about converting habits into happiness. And at the time, they were called—they the, you know, were the leaders of this hyperconscious nation. I was on their podcast, is how I've gotten to know them. They're just rock stars. Now they lead what's called Next Level University you can check them out at nextleveluniverse.com. So Kevin revealed his unique insights about personal growth and commitment to success and turning habits into happiness. That skips us all the way forward to episode 14, Anthony Truck's about shifting your identity. He's the CEO of Identity Shift, which is also the title of his book that was coming out just then. Anthony's a former NFL player and American Ninja Warrior. So we focused on what we talked about, the one often overlooked facet in the gaps of our identity and how we close them to become the best version of ourselves. Episode 18, one of my favorites, Rachel Druckenmiller, about becoming Unmuted. She's a national thought leader, keynote speaker, and CEO of Unmuted. She was named a 40 under 40 game changer by Workforce Magazine. She is just another rock star. She explains how leaders can instill their teams with trust, compassion, stability, and hope to live healthier, happier, and more energized lives. Doesn't get much more important than that. Over to episode 20 with Jana Short, another one of my favorite people and friends, talks about living with fire, hope, and courage. She is a premier mindset coach in the health and wellness industry, named one of, at that time, 2020's most influential women in the world of global influencers. Jana is also a best-selling author, a public speaker. She's host of, oh... My Health, There is Hope podcast, and the founder and editor of the just amazingly growing Best Holistic Life magazine, for which I've had the good fortune and honor to publish a handful of columns on some of my favorite topics. I think her circulation's well over half a million now. Okay. Episode 24, moving along to Bob Berg, being a go-giver. Bob's the go-giver himself. You may know his book, The Go-Giver, which took the business world by storm and has since sold over a million copies in many languages, which led us to discuss what we talked about as the simplest, most fulfilling, and most effective path to success in business and in life. That's pretty high profile. Now, Episode 28, David Meltzer, Breaking Through Barriers. He is named one of the world's greatest motivators and a top 100 business coach. David is on a mission to empower over 1 billion people to be happy. It's like one out of every eight on the planet. His endeavors focus on four overarching principles involving gratitude, empathy, accountability, and effective communication. Honorable mention, episode 27, putting interns to work virtually. This goes to my expertise in and around internships, running the Internship Institute. Great passion of mine for nearly 15 years. I know a thing about internships. I've had more than 300 interns. I've had the good fortune to manage and mentor in my career, and I share some of those best practices there. Episode 31, aptly, Titled The Big Idea. It's the missing link to remedy many of our most pressing problems by marrying them in such a way that they solve one another with exponential impact. From job creation and economic gaps to education reform and college debt relief, The Big Idea extends to industry labor needs as well as enabling nonprofit charities with more helping hands to expand their social causes. The list goes on. The big idea expands the boundaries of human potential. It would create the many tens of thousands of new jobs, many of which would be for U.S. veterans, and it would take many billions of dollars to achieve. But the good news is that that funding is already there. And in revealing the big idea, I also expose the dirtiest secret in higher education and I illuminate the hidden economic epidemic that continues to have a multi-decade impact on many college students and their families. So another big reveal, we're just going to call this 2.5, it's another one of my TEDx's and if you want to check that out, it's two hours of a solo episode, 31, The Big Idea. If it's not the biggest idea you've ever heard, I would like to know what is. it is. represents more than 30,000 hours of my life's work. Now, I'd like to mention a special guest, someone I owe so much to personally in episode 30, Kathy Coover, about remaining resilient. She's the co-founder of IsoGenics a multinational well-being company, and she's the author then of a new book, bestseller, Resilient, Lessons Learned, Lives Changed. Kathy shared the defining personal and professional experiences that led her to her successes in business and in life. Personally, Mysogenics also happens to be the employer of my wife, Erica. She is a top global performer and Because of isogenics, it is what gave me the freedom in life to be able to create really everything in recent years just to have that space. So thank you very much to Kathy and Jim and Eric Coover, especially. Great episode. All right, a few more favorites. Episode 38, Halataha about creating your own lean. She's now the CEO of Yap Media, which stood for Young and Profiting. She took the podcast world by storm. And Hala helps others achieve their full potential. On the very day of that episode, Halla submitted her resignation to Disney streaming services to officially become her own boss. Episode 51, Andrew Cap, Being a Money Magnet. He's the author of the last Law of Attraction book you'll ever need to read which has sold more than 100,000 copies and which led to his brand new book, Three Words I Used, to sell 100,000 books. Pretty simple. On the show, he shares some of his best insights and techniques, including his time-lapse method, which I use, scripting, and how to make yourself a money magnet. Episode 54, Natasha Grano, you are worthy. She is among the 20 most influential people at that time named in 2021. Now she's on like the covers of these huge magazines. Uh, she's got, at that time, I'm not sure where she is now. She had 3 million followers on Instagram. And her core focus as a leading mindset coach is to help others use her renowned MBS method to manifest their desires. She's a new book out. I think it's called Be It Until You Become It. Check out Natasha Grano. Episode 60 Forbes Riley, Creating Open Doors. Forbes is an award winning TV host, author, motivational speaker, entrepreneur, and one of the world's leading health and wellness experts. Forbes Riley is also a sought after spokesperson, broadcast journalist, and success results coach to celebrities, sales teams, and CEOs. Episode 65, Rachel D'Alto, being relatable. You may know Rachel from Lifetime's Married at First Sight or TLC's Kate Plus Date, but Rachel has a new book at that time, Relatable, How to Connect with Anyone, Anywhere, even if it scares you. So, she brings her full breadth of relationship expertise to the show. It's really the only show that covers relationships. And I uh, have, to, have to put it in here. That's pretty important. Then, upon episode 77, we venture into the world of work, embracing emotional optimism with Claude Silver. She is the inspirational chief heart officer at Vayner Media, well known to be led by Gary Vee, and why she's one of the most respected HR leaders on the planet, especially when it comes to how company culture is being redefined in the new world of work and what it means to lead from the heart. Episode 79 with David Zinger about a new age of employee engagement. He is the founder and host of a global employee engagement network and is perhaps the foremost pioneer and trend shaper, including having written four books and more than 4,000 blog posts and articles on leadership, work, engagement, and management. That's really impressive. Episode 80, she's the grand dame of transformation, Marsha Martin, and she's among those who started, quote, the human potential movement. Mostly behind the scenes, she guided and inspired transformative leaders, including helping Tony Robbins get his start. She was also part of The Secret, movie production and development company. Okay, episode 82, this was Jill Katz, another one of my favorites, leading with candor, courage, and care. She is the founder and chief candor, courage, and care officer at Assemble HR, a talent firm that focuses on culture, communication, conflict, and change in the workplace. It's a lot of Cs. She is an industry veteran and transformation expert. Jill cultivates authentic, people-focused leadership to ultimately enrich the way teams communicate and work together. All right, we're in the home stretch here. Over episode 84 with Jen Dolsky about leading and engaging teams. She is the CEO and founder of Rising Team. Has a storied career and a wealth of experience leading teams as an executive at Facebook, Google, Yahoo, and Change.org. Her latest endeavor brings her back to her entrepreneurial roots with a software platform with tools to enable leaders and managers to easily run team sessions that increase connection, develop leadership, and drive team effectiveness. Episode 85, Enrique Rubio disrupting an industry. He is the founder of Hacking HR, which is an ever-expanding global learning community to advance the human resources profession, the workforce, the workplace, and the world. He has the passion and tenacity and work ethic to disrupt an industry that's long been set in its ways. I so admire that guy. Skipping to episode 87 with Matt Burns about transforming organizations. He's the founder and CEO of Bento HR and is one of the top thought leaders on this very topic. And he is working at the intersection of impact, technology, and culture to tackle the most complex issues in the world of work. Now, I skipped because I have a very special episode, Was86, with Dr. Jessica Grossmeyer about reimagining workplace well-being. She actually is the author of a new book with the same title, subtitled, fostering a culture of purpose, connection, and transcendence. And we talk about how now, more than ever, our work and personal lives are one in the same. And along with that shifting paradigm is an underlying pandemic impacting the mental well-being with high incidences of burnout, depression, and anxiety, to name a few. So this topic with Jessica is of course very aligned with my own work. And so this is very much more of a two way. Hopefully you'll find high level conversation about what is now to me the most important issue and my current life's work. Nothing major. Okay. That brings us to the final big reveal. We're really at the home stretch now. And since you listened all the way through, thank you very much, with my sincerest gratitude and appreciation, I would like to offer you, whoever this is listening, a copy of the ebook of Zisms or the audiobook, the exclusive audiobook. So if you reach out through the contact form on my site, mattzinman.com, send me your email and mention your preferred format of the ebook that would be a Kindle or e- or not Kindle it's called ePub or let me know if you want the audiobook. I'd also like to mention a few ways you can help me out. One of which, of course, go on to Apple, give insights to live by the podcast a five-star rating, of course. And if so inspired, also leave a kind review. Now, when you read or listen to the book, sure recommend it to others. Most of all, Visit my site, check out the courses. They are very different from the book. Now, not to slight the book, because for what it is, I couldn't be more proud. But the reality is that I realized it only goes so far in fulfilling its purpose, which is to put the techniques and insights in it into practice, which are among the lessons in life that have to be experienced. To be learned, so while the book really is more involving personal anecdotes and storytelling, kind of like we're sitting next to each other in a in a coffee shop, the course uh, does not have those personal anecdotes except at the very beginning in introducing myself. It's really mostly about activities that are just highly engaging and, of course, all original. So, if you are certainly an individual, but if you're an employer or business owner. I think you'll find it most relevant to check out the Wellbeing Reset. Go directly to wbreset.com or if you're an HR professional or an employee, go there, check it out. Pass it along. Ask your company leaders to invest in you and your well-being and quality of life. Okay, thank you once again for listening. I'm officially calling it a day going on vacation, if you will, although will still be working quite a bit but the podcast is a little bit on hiatus. So thank you very much. There's plenty, plenty, plenty of shows that you likely have not caught. I hope this helps you in guiding which ones you will find most relevant and enjoyable. Wishing you the very best for the rest of the summer, and we will see you on September 7th. Thanks, everybody. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Insights to Live By. Please feel welcome to connect with me on LinkedIn and Instagram and make the most of our free resources to improve your life for good at mattzinman.com. Wishing you and yours an enriching day, and we'll see you next time.